0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. It's that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. With Craig Rowan. It's that episode.
1: Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Eli Rowan, invite a guest over to my apartment. We watch any TV show that they choose. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap. Today, again, not in my apartment. Not in my state. But I'm very happy to have a man who is talented, smart, and funny, and nice. He's the co-creator of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Squidbillies, and your pretty face is going to hell. He's my boss, and he could fire me right now if I said, for instance, something like, fuck you, you know, talent hack. Please welcome Mr.
0: Dave Willis. Did you say, fuck you, you know, talent hack? Is that what you said?
1: I said, as an example, that would be something that could be said. That's right. But That's right. But I
0: please don't fire me. Thank you for having me, Craig.:
1: How are you, Dave? Uh,
0: I just woke up.: Yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> Let's be clear though, it is three about three in the afternoon.
0: Yes. And yes. Um, we had a rap party last night, and uh, it was a swim party, but I chose, uh, chose not to swim.:
1: You didn't swim. Uh, I didn't swim. I did sing a lot of
0: karaoke, though.
1: We sang... You had some... You you know what? You picked the right songs. I feel like The Doors, uh, LA Woman... And,
0: and I, hate, I hate The Doors, too.
1: But those are good karaoke songs. The LA Woman and... Uh, what was Roadhouse it? Roadhouse Blues. Roadhouse Blues, because they're just... Rowdy, you don't need to have a good voice to do them. You can just pretty much yell your way through it, and that's why no. we both have gravelly voices today. I did
0: stop dragging my heart around, and it became like this Sam Kennison bit at the end. <laughs> it's like, stop dragging it around! Because uh, I lost it, yeah. Completely lost my voice. And the guy who ran the karaoke
1: was um, just like a Jimmy Buffett, a Parrothead. He
0: <laughs> he was. He warned me. He wore. He didn't know me, but as soon as I get on the mic, he's like, "And Dave, doing stop dragging my heart around." That's a that's a tough song to sing. Now I don't even know well, who is that song by. It's uh it's Tom Petty and uh, Stevie Nicks. Oh, okay. And um, I was just looking for. I don't like. I don't like singing. I don't like singing the ironic songs. Sure. I don't like. I like singing just the gut wrenching. Screams in the night uh-huh. <laughs> type songs, yeah. the just the sad songs like those are the. And I was talking to Lisa because she's like, I didn't even know you like to do this. Last <laughs> <night."> <laughs> and I said, I don't care, you know, it m- means nothing to me if anyone's paying attention, isn't it? Like, I guess some people maybe do it for attention or what, what I, did, I just it's fun for me just the release. Yeah,
1: it's just a good good time. yeah, to be doing it, hoping that people either think you're good at it
0: or I don't care about that either. Yeah, no, the, I it's if you're not doing it for fun, what is there? But I mean, I don't like I'm trying to do it my best. Sure. I am trying, genuinely <laughs> it trying. It did not show. <laughs> <laughs> it did not come through. <laughs> but uh, but i like but it is like purely like uh I don't know. It's visceral, like guttural. Like I can't, uh, but I don't care. I no, don't. You, I don't. Put, I don't care if one person is paying attention. You put your gut guts into it, and <laughs> that's what matters. That's what you. You know what?
1: You're you're a caring person, and you put your heart into it, and that's all it's that a, anybody could ask for.
0: Pretty limited.
1: Pretty limited notebook, though. I oh my say. god, it was just. All, but then there was some artists where it was like, just three pages of Elvis Presley, three pages of Frank Sinatra, and you're yeah. like. Dude, come on And there was And zero Rolling Stones Yeah, exactly No
0: Rolling Stones How could there two, be two No Beatles, Rolling Stones? Two Beatles songs You know, like this is And it's like I want to hold your hand Yeah, exactly <laughs> And then the karaoke guy Gets up there and says I know a lot of y'all Been waiting a while But uh, I'm just gonna unload With a little Of my favorite meal Cheeseburger in Paradise. I like mine with <laughs> lettuce and tomato, big kosher pickle, and French fried potato. <laughs> he yeah. could, he could really sing though. He was, he could really sing those, uh, those Buffett tunes. I think
1: that's why karaoke. Um, the guys who run it, those usually are doing it to like for those times where To no forced putting... Buffett upon everyone.
0: Yeah, yeah. but that was. I, I was, I was thinking that. I was like, what is he getting out of that? Like. Is it's just is he strutting his stuff? Is it just like that's his spirit song? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cheeseburger in paradise.
1: Yes, he was living it, man. He looked good. He was, you know, he's hanging with the youngins and having a good time. He's he's the quintessential.
0: Uh, yeah, and he chimney. did. He did. He did look like he just came off like the the, the deck of a ship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Before
1: he even saying that, I pointed to. Uh, Eddie Peppertone and I was like that's that's Jimmy Buffett fan is running karaoke and and like jokingly and it came to fruition
0: well we had we had a guy who did music searches at um, uh, at Turner Um, he had a rich voice but he would he would run the music library just thousands and thousands of CDs and you go in there and you'd say you know I need some I need something that's a little contemporary uh, but it's got like a level of suspense to it and he's like well, you want Watterson CDs one through four, you know, and he, he just knew the it's he like was, sound alike music or it's it's not like. Um, well, it's sound alike music, but it's also just music needle drop for that. Purpose. He ran the needle drop library, but he was a parrot head and, <laughs> he was, and he always wore a Hawaiian shirt. and We always thought that he was a closet nudist because I think someone saw him unbuttoning his shirt as, of, as he's getting to his car. That's we <laughs> right. just imagine him making his drive he's to, perfectly tan everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no tan lines we just imagined him getting to his car and by the time he gets to his car to the parking lot he slips his pants down and gets <laughs> in and it's just like oh oh thank god one more day <laughs> out of clothes uh whatever whatever
1: whatever fuck it <laughs> um well thanks for being on the show we're gonna watch some tv today as we always do so i've the show that we're gonna be watching, why don't you tell us a little bit about it i I don't think I've ever heard of the show until today, but it sounds really interesting so uh
0: give, a,
1: give us a little b g background
0: well, actually, I was sort of um agonizing a little bit about what I was gonna pick for this and you then, looked pained yes <laughs> I was very agonized in the in the three minutes before we we talked, but I thought um uh This was a show that had gotten a lot of press as a great show at a time when I think in my life when I was a kid, but I was first starting to sort of pay attention to reading critics and quality and all that other stuff. But I never saw the show, but it was reputed as one of the great sitcoms of all time. And also, um, I guess it's uh, Buffalo Bill. The, the, The other thing about it, Though it was, it was sort of the first, seems like the first appearance of comedic kind of anti-hero, unlikable character in a time when TV was probably uh, not, not really doing a whole lot of that. And, uh, and I never, I've never seen Buffalo Bill, so I just thought, oh, that might be interesting to see how that works. Yeah, and just from
1: our little, we looked up on Wikipedia, so it stars Dabney Coleman...
0: Yeah, um, Dabney Coleman, Gina Davis, Gina Davis is in it, Joanna Cassidy, she was in uh, Blade Runner, I think, among others. Uh... And it's from 1980, around
1: 1983, 84. There were two seasons of it. We Wikipedia'd it. And because I'm surprised, maybe I have heard of it because I did read Brandon Tartakov's book, uh, Top of the Rock, but he it said that he, one of his biggest regrets ever as the head of NBC was canceling the show. It only lasted two seasons. They had 11 Um, Emmy nominations and it's on TV uh, Buffalo Bill uh, Dabney Coleman's character was uh, rated something like number 42 on TV Guide's 50 greatest uh, uh, television characters which is pretty amazing for a show that only lasted that long
0: yeah yeah and I think I want to say that Buffalo Bill got cancelled and then they brought him back with another show with a sort of similar theme like he was in in this one he was an unlikable sports caster right. maybe not Buff- Buffalo Bill but a show right after it same okay. same fate I think it was critically lauded but uh, you know I, I just remember my mom bringing me to the theater to see 9 to 5 mm-hmm. and he was the hated boss All in right. that and I think that's that opened a lot of people's eyes to how um, he could be very funny and very sexist and unlikable at the same time that's so i I still haven't seen nine to five I guess I have to see that no, you now. don't you really don't but uh <laughs> <laughs> but when you're you know you know eight years old and your mom can't find a babysitter you know so watch a um a movie about women um kidnapping and taking their empowerment boss the in, day. Day. in the workplace and, and by take... kidnapping their boss and btk BTKing their boss find <laughs> 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 torture <code. laughs>
1: um. Yeah, so I'm excited to watch this show. We picked an episode that was on YouTube called, um, I already forget what it's called, Season 1, Episode 11. It's about a stalker. I'll put the name up. We'll talk about the name afterwards. It doesn't really matter. Uh, Dabney Coleman also is in a show, I think, called Mr. Drexel's Class in the end of the 80s when I was uh, a little tyke. and I remember watching that. I don't know if it was good. I don't know if he's been in has he been in that much stuff is he still alive? We don't know. I,
0: he was he was in um Boardwalk Empire oh really? apparently. I didn't watch a lot of Boardwalk. I watched like the first season and a half and then I sort of he hurt, play, he,
1: he yeah, he's in Boardwalk, yeah. But uh I don't know. I don't know he's still living off that freaking uh uh Nine to five money. Yeah, that, that nine to five. That Buffalo... B- it's weird also that the name is Buffalo Bill because all I think about is in <laughs> Silence of the Lambs...
0: Uh, she a big fat girl? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> she puts lotion in the basket. <laughs> um, that's all I can think of. So it's sort of retroactively
0: ruined Yeah, that. it seems like they'll never reboot Buffalo Bill with that name anymore. Yeah. Yes. And yes. they'll never be um, a television show. Well, he's a just a really unlikable sitcom character. One that, like... <laughs> abducts people and puts them in a well. and Fattens them up so he can wear their skin. <laughs> and then sew, sew together a skin suit and then puts his penis between his legs and traps it there. And, and dances around. Yes, and, and prances around. The most unlikable sitcom hero ever. I
1: mean, I'd watch it. I'd give it a couple of the old two-episode try. Sure. I'd binge the first couple of episodes. Um, so we're going to check this out. You've never watched it. I've never watched it. I've never watched it. I'm excited I'm it to think, I'm trying to I'm trying
0: to think why this even shook into my ha- uh, head there was somebody had tweeted out some ad for the show that they found in Donald uh, Trump's Twitter account. Yes, Donald Trump <laughs> in the middle of calling immigrants sad and losers <laughs> he, <laughs> he he took time to reflect upon one of his favorite shows <laughs> from the early 80s. Wait, somebody so somebody put up a pr- uh, promo for the show. Someone had put up a, a a yeah an ad the great show the great TV show you're not watching or something okay regards to Buffalo Bill I'm starting to zero wait, in on it wait um, somebody
1: put a, in the in the 80s it was called the great TV show that nobody's watching is I think
0: I th- I want to say it was like that they were and it was of, a print oh, they were aware ad
1: aware of it
0: yes it it was always sold as that like oh this is that great show but Cheers was like that I rem- I remember Cheers was an, it did was not successful at all it's first season or two and then they were saying well maybe uh, that they weren't canceling it because they thought it would come around to audiences I still
1: I mean maybe I'm bye doggy. maybe I'm like a, a little bit naive or maybe I'm so now used to the digital era that we live in but it, when there are so few channels I still sort of don't quite understand how shows didn't do well when there are only three or four stations and also the ratings were Ten times bigger than they were are now. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Like a bad ratings for. I'm sure this show, uh, Buffalo Bill, probably had like still had like 10 million people watching it. Uh, You know, or I mean, maybe I'm overestimating, but uh, you know, the average show now has you know not even a quarter of that.
0: Yeah, and I never really knew how that was determined, but I would. I, I can' I'm trying to remember where I would have seen that information, but like they would say it was seventy seventh that week or eighty second that week, and that meant you know that meant it's very close to cancel regulation right. and and n b c had a long, long streak there where it was just consistently a distant third. Right, unless it was like Battle of the Network Stars, where they were doing athletic competition, which is a no-brainer. <laughs> which is why wouldn't you want to watch that? <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, yeah, they would sell because uh, there were other shows that were like that. That because um, you're 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 a good bit younger than me, but the, there were shows like Hello. Kind of think Hello, Larry. Maybe the McLean Stevenson show. Like that's all La- gibberish to me. Every word you just
1: said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of course, back then we used to get it through an antenna. Right. But uh, what is? That? <laughs> um, but we had cable. But like, I mean, I think the only TV series on cable was John Biner bizarre do you remember that no no of course you don't (laughs) that's one we should watch (laughs) it's like when the comedy would flag about eight minutes in some woman would take her top off and just shake her boobs around and yeah it sounds like it was hbo before hbo was it's not tv it's hbo right 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 right. (laughs) it's it's when we know it's, it's not tv it's late night smut (laughs) it's boobs so
1: we catch your attention if you're changing the channels um sweet so let's check out um uh this episode of buffalo bill entitled we don't have the title of it it's just season one episode 11 wait hold on this isn't worth it it's called the fan the fan all right the fan and not to be confused with Uh, The movie The Fan starring Wesley Wesley Stipes and Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro, one of the top five films in the history of cinema. Name
0: The Fan. Name The Fan. Let's check it out. And uh, we're back. Guess who we have here? This is Clara, ladies and gentlemen. This is the lady who's been hounding me, threatening me, making my life miserable, accusing me of being the father of her child headaches migraines and in general just making my life a living hell <laughs> welcome to the show clara You that you love me Bill. how could i say that i love you when I've, I've never met you you see me every day you look right
1: at me your eyes tell me that you love me
0: you mean you watch me on the television every
1: day i'm going to have your baby <laughs> All right, we just watched uh, we just watched Buffalo Bill the fan. First impressions.
0: Uh, wow.
1: Yeah, it was <laughs> it's, it's pretty bizarre. Well, first of all, it reminds you like because I've watched a lot of shows for this, and it sort of reminds me of um, I watched a Bob Newhart show, and we just looked up uh, that the two. Creators and writers, Tom Patchett and Jay Tarsus worked on that show. Just, I mean, how much slower and fewer things pack 22 minutes. I mean, there was sort of just the A story, and then maybe the bees biting one guy was a B story. You know what I mean? There, yeah.
0: There yeah, more, more just. Yeah, I think that's the B story, yeah, it was like a, somewhere between 11 and 13 words. Yeah,
1: exactly. Sort of barely anything. Never pet a a B. Someone had a B. Uh, had a honeycomb, and he said never pet a bee. And that guy ended up being Alf's dad. The guy who played Alf's dad, but um, yeah, it was very sl- also like Dabney Coleman in the first three minutes had basically no. His head was in his hands, you know, like he had no dialogue.
0: Yeah, it was it was it was weird how um, as a talk show host, he he doesn't do a lot of talking.
1: Yeah. So so the concept of the show is that he hosts, he's a local television star that has celebrities on his show and it's a talk show.
0: And I found it interesting that like the guest that was supposed to be on his show, Al Haig, Alexander Haig, like what was the year on this show again? Eighty three. Alright, so my memory serves correctly, like Haig was Secretary of State for mm-hmm. uh Ronald Reagan and When uh, Reagan got shot, and I guess that was 81, uh, Haig was was kind of famous for barging into the White House and saying he was acting president. When in fact he uh, was like he was right, like yeah. fifth in line, right, right, right. That's but he, not how it works? Yes, <laughs> yes. But I think he, I think the secret or the they couldn't get in touch with the vice president, and I think he's just saying, he skipped to the head he of the line. Like, I'm ready to go. But that got that got out in the media. Oh, that's amazing. And uh, he was, this, I'm working from memory here, but I know that he was publicly disgraced. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was forced out, but I think when reagan went to re-election he was not part of the the cabinet or he left the cabinet but it was funny how really like there's like four jokes in this that are all it's just mentioning his name
1: but they weren't there weren't specific digs at him right it was just they kind of were because they were just sort of like i you know i because i know the name but i didn't i didn't know that history of the shooting so i guess he saluted him well, he saluted him. Uh, the, the be- joke or the thing was that um, he was supposed to be a guest on the show, and then he canceled last minute, saying he had the flu.
0: Yeah, but I think it also informs the fact that uh, that um, Buffalo Bill is sort of like maybe a, a right wing hard ass, mm-hmm. like that he would have Al. Hay. Right, right. Because right. I think this was. I want to say this is around the time of Morton Downey being really successful right, too. Right, right. I don't think the sort show of a I, shock,
1: uh, I, shock, like you know, r- r- uh, you know, riling the audience,
0: or you know, sort of. Uh, I don't think I don't think Buffalo Bill's show was was supposed to be that type of show, but but um, but maybe maybe it's informed by that or something. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, that whole Alexander Haig thing was just like is part of the joke that he is in Buffalo, and like this cuz this was after i think he left the left the administration so i don't know i don't know i, mean,
1: I have no idea <laughs> like what the thread a, was yeah head scratcher there's no sort of yeah there was not a lot of context for it not not any also like it wasn't bad like I, it was you know i totally watchable but there weren't a lot of like hard jokes in it you know what i mean no. for, especially for a sitcom like there were and, and so the main, the main uh, storyline in it was that um, he's, you know, he's the host. Also, sort of unnecessarily, it started as that it was his birthday, which I don't really didn't play into things. There was going to be a party for him, but he canceled the party. And the reason he ended up canceling the party, I guess, was because he's been getting these sort of threatening phone calls from a woman claiming that he's, she's pregnant with his baby. And if, if they don't get married, he's going to she's going to kill herself after killing him. Which is also, I mean, I give it the show credit because that's like not your average sitcom uh, storyline.
0: Certainly not for 1983. Yeah, um, but I, but I found it. The show just sort of ended. Yes. After she's claimed her love for him.
1: Yeah, it was weird. So she it's basically him. The whole thing is him sort of scratching his head. Who could this woman be? Then he comes up, he, he, I guess he's a ladies man in the show. So he has, he writes down all the women that it could be. And the joke is that it's like 50 note cards filled with names. And he, uh, he hands it to, uh, the stage manager who is the guy who voiced piglet and was in 12 angry men, <laughs> um, which shows his acting chops. Uh, he, he, he's very recognizable. And, um, but, uh, And then she, a couple times they sort of like go to commercial break with her being sort of creepy. Like you see her watching the show from home and she has all these uh, newspaper clippings of Buffalo Bill. And then you see that she's snuck onto the stage and she's dressed as a cleaning woman. Then it cuts the commercial. And then in the final act, um, he's Alexander Haig has canceled his... um, Appearance is and, it
0: implied that maybe she might have killed Alexander Haig so okay. she could be there?
1: <laughs> that could is be that a, an Im- implied that thing that, that they had to cut a, out. One way to read it, but that would be insanity <laughs> if that was not uh, unspoken. If the if the last part of the show was they just found Alexander. Oh my Hague's God, body. Alexander Haig is dead. <laughs> He's been shot. Um, <laughs> but uh, she sort of like sidles up to the stage, and he because the guest hasn't shown up. He's like, I'm gonna do what FDR did and give a fireside chat, which is also like, so the the weird thing about the show, and then and then so she sidles up and it, it, she sort of jumps the stage and and police come up and he's like, no, we need to we need to talk this out, we need to um, hear her out, and she sort of just professes his love, her love, and says like, you speak to me every day on the TV, and I want I I love you, you love me on through the TV, I want to love you back. And what I found interesting was in the booth where Gina Davis and the rest of the crew is they're like now this is riveting television. And it's like you sort of can't say that about your own TV show. You know, the writers of the show are basically saying like the other part of the show that we wrote, now that's really interesting. You can you can't really do that.
0: But interestingly enough too, they don't, they don't really don't close it out in any sort of meaningful way like she's not chipped off. He's or he doesn't sort of Come to terms of the fact that there's someone crazy that he doesn't know following him. They close out the the story about the bumblebees. That but that's pretty. That's, that's that's clean. That goes. That's circle. a clean full circle. But <laughs> yeah. with the with, but it was it was sort of interesting. Like not really laugh track. You know she, and she doesn't play sort of adorably crazy or loopy. She's, you sort know, it's dazed. genuine. Yeah, but I guess it was a time period with TV where they were like, could this be funny? Or <laughs> yeah, compelling? I don't know.
1: It was really sort of bizarre. It was just sort of like, <laughs> was... this is the situation. Some of the lines are sort of funny and and let's let it sit. Like, And that's other thing was like, when he was talking uh, as the talk show host, taking his time. Like, you know, there was mm-hmm. just him like thinking on stage for like, you know, five seconds at a time. We're like, all
0: right, yeah, I guess this is television. It's funny. I wonder if it's the, showrunner or the network or like they're they're all they're all in on the he's a despicable guy yeah there's no like there's no sort of gray area there's no like he's shallow and self-absorbed but he also cares about his staff it's just like everything he says is like well what's which becomes predictable in its own way you know like,
1: like like when she says like i love you he's like well i understand
0: that (laughs) or or uh, yeah or i told you my birthday gifts need to be shipped to me yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) but uh yeah it was it it, god it was very very weird very weird sort of dated it's always i mean it's been a while since i've sat down and watched it on old sitcom anyways but like but uh the pace on that was just so incredibly slow very
1: slow um, but you know these guys—the guys who wrote it—we were just looking, coming through their IMDb. They've written like they wrote a bunch of the Muppet movies. They right. wrote on the Carol Burnett show, the Bob, Bob Newhart show. Like this show is very well respected. It just its it, so it's not—and it, it wasn't bad. It just seems like off.
0: Like it just seemed a little bit. Also, the audio was terrible, so that might have played uh, <laughs> That's true. a true part in it. That's but true. I, you know, I remember though there was one other one other thing about this was. um I want to say Tootsie came out about the same time, uh-huh. maybe before, maybe after. But um, you know, he played that sort of shitbag uh, director in Tootsie, and he was oh, great. that's Right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Gina yeah. Davis is in Tootsie as oh, well right. as like um, you know, she's she's got kind of a one note. I'm a dumb broad <laughs> uh, <laughs> character, but uh, sort of sort of a similar sort of a similar character he was playing.
1: Yeah, I guess that's sort of his wheelhouse.
0: Yeah, yeah, just yeah. And he, the boss in nine to five, it's like he never played a guy that was, God, did he ever play a guy that was like likable or, or sweet or genuine or wasn't just a total dickbag? I don't know. I guess he's, uh, let's just assume, look him up right let's now. Let's just assume he's an a hole. Um,
1: <laughs> this did remind me of the, the stalker uh, did remind me of, have you seen the documentary, I Think We're Alone Now? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Yeah, the uh is the, that the uh, Tiffany, Tiffany thing. The Tiffany fans. Yeah. That I felt like the, this sort of like in a good way like you sort of said it wasn't like a crazed you know like it wasn't it, I mean I guess the guy the the guy and the transitioning man to woman and I think we're alone now were fairly eccentric. Um yes. But it, it, I guess it's sort of interesting that they made it just like a, a straight-on, just you know, dazed stalker. Right. But uh,
0: you know, let's add a little bit of that weirdness to it. Have you ever had any? Have you ever had any stalkers from your uh, from your extensive work on your pretty faces going to
1: everybody? It's like hard to get out of my apartment.
0: People have found out
1: <laughs> where I live. It's sort of impossible to get around. I know the
0: only time, I mean, I when at, we're too cheap to give you prop glasses, so yeah. you're going to wear your same yeah. glasses. We're, so we're you only. look very, the, very much the same, except not, you know, red, not
1: red with horns. Yeah. The only time I really experienced, uh, no, it's just nice fans. Uh, like at, uh, when, uh, Henry did his live podcast in Atlanta, people were like nice and came up to me, but I've never, but you must experience that doing.
0: Not, the, not much. Cause I do, cause I do cartoons. So people don't know you know don't really know who you are but uh but uh, I,
1: do you get any weird fan mail and stuff
0: I, I i got this guy um about a year ago we were on vacation and i get this i keep getting these phone calls from new jersey and uh so i finally pick up and um, it's this this kid named warren who is not uh you know i guess he's about 14 or something and I'm like, and he starts talking to me about Aquatine, and I was like, "It's like, how did you get this number?" He's like, "Oh, well, I just went on the internet." <laughs> and oh my god! So I, I said, I finally called him back one night. I called him because uh, he had been calling me and texting me and saying, "Hey, it's Warren. Can we talk more about Aquatine?" <laughs> and I finally said, uh, "Listen, Warren." I'm going to answer every Aquatine question you have. I'm going to answer every one of them. We'll be on the phone as long as you want. I said, but after this, you got to, you know, no more calls. And the call took longer than I had anticipated. (laughs) How long were (laughs) you on the phone? About an hour. So then I was finally like, Warren, I know I'm being dishonest here, but I know know I said I'd be on the phone with you as long as you want. But uh but I've to gotta watch. go. I need to watch some episodes of Buffalo Bill. <laughs> and uh I said, We will finish this and then but then I came into work going, This would be a great podcast if Adult Swim just secretly gave out the phone numbers of their creators.
1: Oh, that's really funny to this guy it's, Oh, that's really to sh- funny. This
0: guy to contact them and he just does because his question would be his questions were very bizarre, like, like what? It'd be like just like do you know that episode where the triangles attacked um, Meatwad? I said, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm aware of it. Yes, <laughs> I, <laughs> he guess is I like, did it. It's <laughs> like, what happened to the second triangle after it was over? <laughs> oh, my God. I <laughs> said, uh, well, I don't know. I, you know. I guess we wrapped up that character's life story in fact it wasn't really much of a character it was more of just a triangle <laughs> <laughs> we didn't really build, invest a lot into it but uh he uh i still get texts from him wow i still get texts from just him.
1: questions or? well
0: no he because he wants to complete our conversation so you never called him back i i, I keep meaning to i do i genuinely No, oh, no no you are a bad bad person. hold on i'm gonna find because i should have him in my phone at this point Uh, You know how you have some contacts, you have names. Yes, you can for him. For him, with a number, with him, it's a number. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But, uh, but I should have his name in here at this point. Warren from New Jersey. Warren from New Jersey. If you're listening, Dave will be calling you back. I will. I will finish it up, Warren. I do though. I I would like. I would listen to that podcast. That would be great. It, uh, yeah. But yeah. Do yeah. ever
1: do people ever like have any any has anybody ever like misinterpreted the show or like put some extra meaning on it? That's like you know like how people like find messages and stuff and you know. Uh,
0: yeah, Patty Smith. What? Yeah, yeah. We got her. Um, I I had a, someone had. Oh, so she did it. She did the the song for one of the hold, final- hold on. I'm going to read to you every text I've ever received from Warren. Okay. Uh, Or most recent texts. These are from October of last year. Hey, Dave. Thursday, March 17th. Hey, Dave, it's me, Warren. How are you doing? Hey, Dave, I'm just texting you to see if you got my message yet. Did you get it? (laughs) Hey, Dave, I just wanted to know if you're busy today. (laughs) Hey, Dave, I just wanted to know if you're busy today. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, April 1st Hey Dave Are you busy today? (laughs) April 10th Hey Dave I just wanted to know If you're busy today (laughs)
1: Wow I like the slight variations
0: Hey uh, April 25th Hey Dave Are you busy today? (laughs)
1: Oh my god
0: May May 12th Hey Dave Are you home?
1: (laughs) That's creepier (laughs) That one's a little creepy (laughs) June
0: June 3rd Hey Dave It's me Warren Are you busy? (laughs) Wow That's That's bizarre um, I wouldn't say, I would not say she misinterpreted anything, but, um, a friend of mine had emailed me that she had, um, she'd apparently mentioned the show on her, uh, on in concert and she'd been talking about the show in concert. And I was like, Oh my like God, for multiple shows, I guess. Yes. And so, uh, we reached out to her to do commentary on the movie, which she hadn't seen, you know, and, uh, DVD commentary. And she was like, Absolutely. And uh so we had her do commentary and then we went out and got barbecue ribs together and uh <laughs> which is crazy enough in itself. But she uh she was um she said that her husband, Fred uh, Fred Durst. Yes, Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit, who she is uh no, oh, no, parents. uh her 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 husband was from the Jersey shore and she always thought the opening uh the opening in the Jersey Shore, she she said there there were a couple of other things that just reminded her of her life. I was like, you, you know, and have you read her book just Yes, Just are, Kids, yes. Just Kids, yeah. So uh I was like, how could Aqua Teen remind you of your life? But you know, it's just uh but yeah, she she's there there was there was something there was some other element I'm trying to remember that was really specific to her about it. That she said, I thought you guys were talking directly to me. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but she's not, I mean, she's like, she's such a normal person yeah, for yeah. someone who has done so much and accomplished so much and is so much artistic uh, integrity and just such a trailblazer. It's like, she's seemingly very normal if you just ran into her. She's not, there's nothing affected, there's nothing pretentious about her. Um, but yes, yes.
1: That's, I mean, I have to say that's a little strange because, I mean, the show is fairly absurd. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) For anyone to find anything relatable in it at all. It's not quite the, I'd say, normal human experience. No, (laughs) no, no. no. So it's, it's, that's pretty amazing that she found multiple things in it that related to her life.
0: Maybe she was just getting bored while watching it and trying to project (laughs) some connections onto it. She's like, that, Alf, those are my life. Well, her uh, her son uh, Jackson was was a big fan, and I think got her into it, and then, then they would watch together. I guess, That's a so. pretty
1: awesome person to be a fan of the show. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Beyond. Oh yeah. And she
1: did uh, she did the song for the final episode, or for
0: for the final episode, which um, was great. And, you know, I was just I just said, listen, I just want it to be just r- just real. You know, this is re- like we're ending the up ep- we're ending the series. And, uh, and that's, that's, that's pretty much all I gave her as far as thoughts on it. And they came up with that together, (laughs) her and her 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 son. You guys get
1: some pretty amazing artists involved
0: with the shows. Yeah. Yeah. We had, uh, we were, someone had sent me some link the other day. It was, uh, Todd Rundgren singing all the Squidbillies themes in concert. Wow. That's hello it's me <laughs> <laughs> like really todd Rundgren's aren't watching our stuff it's crazy so um going back to
1: <clears throat> buffalo bill right um this show you did not watch what were the types of shows sitcoms that you did watch in this sort of era that you felt like uh I mean, I don't even know, I don't have to say that even affected you, but what type of TV watcher were you at that age?
0: I wasn't, uh, I, I don't think I was a crazy TV. I mean, I, I remember, like, I grew up in the 70s, right? So, like, I remember, like, every, it's either every Friday or Saturday night when my dad was out of town, He's a pilot, we'd go into my mom's room and watch, like, Love Boat followed by Fantasy Island. That right. was, like, a uh-huh. big... ABC, Saturday night. Uh, Dynasty was probably like a little too racy for me at the right. time. I remember Heart to Heart being well-liked in our house. Which one was that? That was the one where Robert Wagner and Stephanie Powers are married and they're detectives. Oh, that's an amazing. <laughs> and uh, uh, So I want to say when Buffalo Bill came out, that was maybe a time when Brandon Tartikoff was trying to do like really quality shows on NBC. So I don't know if Cheers, I guess Cheers would have been out at that point or not, but Cheers was I think an example. It might have been like a year or two later. Yeah, something around that time. Yeah, Maybe. Cheers was an example of a show that was like critically lauded and did not do very well and they thought would get canceled and he just kept pushing it out there. What else was, uh, I guess LA Law, was that part of their Thursday night thing? Maybe. I don't know i don't know i i I guess mash too i remember mash this mash was over at this point i think but i remember when mash was on like i was just reaching an age where i was i didn't understand why people weren't laughing at the ends of the jokes Uh (laughs) uh-huh and then a year later i was like oh he's oh he's just talking like oh he's just cracking jokes while he's while he's doing surgery and not those aren't the jokes that we're we're not supposed to laugh at. Those jokes. I was just a kid trying to like do the, uh, un, like understand the geometry of of uh, sitcom television. You know, uh, the NBC had a long, long stretch there where they were just really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, they were terrible. I feel like
1: the NBC had like they had Seinfeld, like, Friends. Besides, for but this, that, is, they, this is this no, is this is like was, a whole that, generation earlier, right? But I'm saying like.
0: Bookending that has just been sort of more or less terrible decisions. NBC was before Seinfeld and Friends and Cheers and all that stuff. I mean, NBC. Well, I mean, that, that's like 10 years. But 10 years earlier, it was like Love Boat was a popular show. So NBC came out with their version called Super Train. Oh my Which God, was just that's basically so, that's... people people falling in
1: love on a train. That is the worst name for a show. I, I mean know. They, like it might even be better if they just called it Love Train and we're like obviously we're ripping this off. Super train
0: is <laughs> Super really, train. really bad. Do you remember Or Romance the,
1: Locomotion you, or something?
0: You don't remember there it was like uh, what was the one um uh Manimal? Yes, I know of. I mean, Manimal would have been... uh, That's a show I'd watch now, Uh definitely. Uh But as a child, I thought, this is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) That shows how much you've grown. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) But yeah, Manimal, uh, Knight Rider was successful. um, But that was sort of... That was a shot in the dark from all those NBC uh, shows that just couldn't nbc just couldn't quite figure it out Uh, it was like abc cbs and then isn't that amazing that's like the times like the
1: successful show was a guy and his talking car like that that was like (laughs) a mainstream success like now that sounds like a show that would be like well that could only be
0: on adult swim you know what i mean and then they did it in like the 90s uh dan Harmon, that he vision and he 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 vision and jack i'm like I was like, "That is the that's the show for me." Yes. Like even as a uh, someone in my mid forties, I'm like, "Oh, I'm I'm definitely gonna check out at least a couple episodes of that talking car thing." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like really, they're gonna have a talking car? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna be all over that.
1: But we should get should we get back to that a little bit, like with ma- like mainstream NBC, like there's some good things on, but like let's be honest, the stuff on like CBS, NBC, you know, like it's just a lot of the same type of shit. If there was some talking car stuff, some robots, some aliens like elf, like why isn't that
0: you know, mainstream anymore? Well, it that's the other thing, is like everybody is vying for a much smaller slice of a smaller pie. Right. right. It's like you gotta be niche with it. Every network used to have at least the one show that if it didn't get good ratings, at least it get it would get good, good and crazy uh, press. You know, have you seen this kind of press? And and uh, I don't know, but I w- I would watch a gritty reboot of a talking car type oh my God, show. That would be so great. I mean, think of the. Oh, here's another show that NBC had: BJ and the Bear. Oh yeah, what was that? What was that was a that? trucker? Okay, right at the. I would not say, what's the opposite of, not the height of the trucker craze, the <laughs> the nadir? Yes. <laughs> which uh-huh. comes shortly thereafter, like right. once once the craze has crested, Convoy has already gone through. Truck nuts are out. <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit has had its day. Two, two sequels, and uh, then they come out with BJ and the Bear, which is also... I think informed by the of those uh, Clint Eastwood, every which way but loose, right, any which the, way you can, uh, orang-
1: orangutan.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right turn, Clyde, and the and the monkey punches somebody, some biker. <laughs> 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 so then they have BJ and the bear, and it's a trucker with a monkey, and it's been a while. So I don't know what the plots were about. I don't know if they were about getting like a certain type of beverage across state lines oh, any tr-
1: any truck yeah plot line it does not
0: seem very exciting from the or any get-go. or really anything where someone's got a monkey sidekick that isn't that doesn't immediately just attempt to rip his face off <laughs> <laughs> i mean bj and the bear and uh yeah, you you missed all of that, Craig. You God. you're 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 younger. You don't you don't remember CB lingo or people having fuzzbusters or uh I got the hammer down going double nickels on a <laughs> 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 Yeah, there was a brief period where truckers were were held in they were incredible hot. high esteem in our... Was
1: that around the same time as the uh is Maximum Overdrive? Was
0: that the No, Maximum Overdrive was later. When truckers were well out of fat. well out of <laughs> no, but that was those were just trucks. but how did
1: I don't get it. those I are just even, trucks that
0: were sentient trucks wait <laughs>
1: they, right that was no so truck like that. if they a trucker could have been
0: behind the wheel it would have been far more uh, compelling because
1: you could I don't have seen- even get understand from the get go like what could what would what was the craze about like how, what was that <laughs> like what was convoy like how did that become a thing
0: I uh. I didn't see I didn't see Convoy. That's a Peckinpah film though. Do you know? Oh that? no, I didn't know. That. No, yeah. That's that's when he's like well on the backside. You know, he's there's there you know when they reissued The Wild Bunch like right. and did that whole Yeah, there's not like a reissue of Convoy coming. <laughs> there's no Criterion. Uh I vaguely remember that song being on like uh jukeboxes and on the radio at the time when this is, I was a little kid, but just Oh, the rubber duck who's got a hammer down. And yeah, there was this whole uh, sort of romanticism about. I guess because of the free spirit of a trucker going cross country, <sighs> in,
1: maybe that would, maybe living Maybe in their own, having everything they need in the cab of the truck.
0: A modern day cowboy, I guess. I don't know. But, but everything about being a
1: trucker, I mean, no offense to all my trucker fans listening to this driving cross country, but it seems
0: pretty boring and lonely. Boring and lonely. I mean, very susceptible to back injury from chronic just sitting. And as I know it, I believe a lot of amphetamines are used and yes, uh, the trucker meds. Yeah, and, and lots of lonely, sad hookups in the back of truck stops with lot lizards. Oh God. Yeah, what did Henry did something for Adult Swim at the at our um, at our set, which is very much trucker central oh my Uh, god yeah fulton industrial boulevard not the place that you want to be hanging out late night oh no no i uh my uh my gas uh needle was on e and beeping like it was beeping it was making a noise at that point you know you got to get gas and i was like oh i don't want to do this it was one in the morning fulton industrial and i pull over and I, I had a game plan and I had the, I had the nozzle out I had it in there I had like 47 cents and that that's how long it took for three people to just climb out of the bushes towards me and just go, hey, man, what's going on? You know, making a beeline for you. And I just remember just grabbing a couple dollars and just throwing them far away oh from God. me, getting
1: back in the That's car
0: and just taking you off.
1: Karen, who does
0: the costumes for right. the show, she said she
1: was telling me yesterday that the night before she had to stop for gas. And a guy was like, can I borrow your phone? And she's Ugh. like, no and he was like well i just got of jail i could show you my jail papers and she's like that doesn't make it better and then she's like okay well can can you just drive me to a payphone <laughs> it's like and then after she finally said no he was just like hey troy to like another guy like a guy with a phone right and i was like
0: oh god yeah it's very it's a very weird That's it's a very weird life. street there's this that burned out mosley hotel i did eat at that waffle house one night late night so
1: you did. I, I, I needed food, and I we got in, and got out. There's that
0: st- strip club. It says it says classy nudes, which you know is shaved sophisticated nudes no way that's false advertising <laughs> and then just a bunch of warehouses and just trucks just weaving all over the road with no blinkers oh god it's a nightmare but that's our work, place of work yes and it's a pleasure going in every day yeah but Henry had called it a truck stop fuck forest
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you want you want to get a blowjob from a 300 pound man this is the place that's to the be the place to go Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: any final thoughts on our Buffalo Bill experience? Would you watch the show again? Would you watch another episode?
0: Only if you want to watch another episode right now to see if it was a re- <laughs> really good, or if we just caught a, caught a hold of a I dud. Have no, I have no
1: interest. <laughs> in <your interview. laughs> if you had to come up with uh, a drinking game for
0: um, for Buffalo Bill, what would what would be appropriate? I think you do a shot every time Dabney Coleman's brow furrows. Uh-huh. Maybe. Um, I'd uh, say
1: anytime there's just like five
0: seconds of silence, no, <laughs> nothing really happening. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of tempted, though. Isn't it interesting, though, how... I mean, certain shows hold up to uh, scrutiny over the years and then some don't, but I mean... And not that the TV Guide list of 50 most memorable characters matters at all, but isn't that odd that he would be number 42? I, I'm I was a little like, bit
1: confused by that. I guess maybe it is like what you're saying that it's groundbreaking, like, you know, that it was just like a game changer. But like watching this episode, it wasn't that dynamic. It just wasn't that dynamic. Like, I can name 50 characters right now that I like more, and one of them includes the kid from Dinosaurs. You know what I mean? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think so too, but I look at some, some, and I'm about to say an inherently flawed statement. I was, was going to say, I bet I could look at an episode of The New Heart Show and it would hold up, and I was like, when's the last time I've seen an episode of The New Heart Show? I don't know, 81 maybe? You That's know so, I watched
1: with uh with Eric sloven you can go back and listen to that episode. we watched New Heart, and I had never seen it and it didn't like catch me you know what I mean like, really I, it didn't like I, I maybe we picked another again like a flawed episode or something but like it you know and I know it's a classic and maybe I was like scrutinizing it too much or maybe it's just that what do he think I think it was sort of a little bit of the same I don't I mean we watched it a couple years ago, but um it just, you know, there were things that were like interesting and cool about it, but I don't remember being like blown away, being like, "Yes, I understand why this is like held up as," but obviously, it was groundbreaking. And
0: I'm sure if you had the guys who created this show, they would probably point out like six things that they're doing that had ne- never been done. I mean, yeah, sure. like this I- super unlikable character, this uh, having some genuine issues, and sort of trying to approach this with a was with, with a little tinge of reality so it's not just some someone wearing like a fry frying pan for a hat like they're they're crazy like they're a legitimately crazy person with some some you know stalker issues but but all the same it still doesn't you know (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't terribly funny
1: no i agree and tom patchett um, Jay Tarsus, you guys are good guys You and you're welcome to appear on this show with Craig at any time and you're welcome to judge anything I've ever done <laughs> that's I, true you've made some you. you've made some Muppet movies you've made a lot of great things yes. Muppet movies You. I, I used to love Alf Newhart Carol Burnett please you guys please give me work <laughs> please give me some work we're not filming again for a while. I need a job. Um, thank you, Dave, so much for um, coming on. Is there anything that you'd like to share with the world before um, you get off the, this microphone? You, know, you mean like plugging
0: type stuff? or Either just that or just a message. You know what I mean? Warren, Warren, reach out. Please reach out. I'm about to have some time off after the 18th. I'd love to complete our conversation, uh, but not until then. Please stop the text until the 18th. After the 18th we can talk. I'm driving up to North Carolina for a family vacation. I should have plenty of time in the car to deal with any and all of your needs. Uh other than that, we got new Squidbillies coming out uh Sunday night. I don't know when this drops, but uh Sunday's the, the, Yeah, Every so Sunday. new episodes of uh, Squidbillies and uh there you go. Thanks so much, Dave.
1: Thank you, Craig. Live long and Buffalo Bill. A big thank you to Mr. Dave Willis uh, for letting me drop by watching TV together, having a grand old time. Good conversation. Good friendship. He's my boss. I didn't get fired. Um, thanks again for listening. If you are a fan of the podcast, leave a five-star review or three or two or one or four. But if you leave a five-star and use the word adios end or duty, I will give you a big-ass shout-out, mofo. So do that. Um, keep on keeping on. Keep on trucking. Keep on lucking out. And have a great day. Have a great night and an early manana. Adios, amigos.